This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. Special early edition of ESPN New York Tonight as we fill in for Dan Grass, who's getting up early in the morning. Oh, God, do we have stuff to talk about. Please join the conversation with me at 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, formerly Twitter, at Hardest to ESPN at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Harvey and Joey, right until 9 o'clock tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Well, I hope you had a fabulous Wednesday. I had an interesting Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, an interesting Wednesday for me. And let me explain. I have been dealing with a couple of things. I have been dealing with this cough. I was just explaining to Joe Leo. That fortunately, I've been blessed that over the past couple of years, I've been pretty healthy. Maybe a sniffle here or there, nothing serious. So I go into the local store. They don't buy advertising, so I don't mention names. And I picked up some cough medicine. Joe, Harvey, they asked for my identification. I felt great. I'm like, you must think, what, am I under 21? Do I look like I'm under 21? I had to give ID for for a little for a little Benadryl. I'm not. I wasn't getting anything exotic, no cocktails or anything like that. You know, just a little, little Benadryl. Try to ease the cough, and they asked for my ID. So I'm like, boy, things have changed. So that's no. So I felt pretty good about that. You know, then I come home, and as you know, Jeanette is a, my ride or die. That's my best friend. My wife, she's outstanding. Puts up with me. And that's not easy to do. I grant you. I know. My mom used to tell me all the time how hard I was to put up with. So uh, she does a great job. Love her to death. And she made a dinner tonight, guys, that were ju- that was just, oh, it was outstanding. I'm not going to water your mouth by telling you what it was. Just know that it was, it was great. It was great. And, you know, because we're on at 630, it changed the, you know, the daily schedule a little bit. So it's an early dinner. So while I'm listening to the K show and perusing the internet, getting ready for the show tonight, I'm immediately downtrodden. I was up, I was up on a high. Okay. Thought I was younger because they asked me for my age for cough medicine. Okay. Asked my ID. Great meal, fabulous meal by the wife. And then I see Kodai Singa arm issues, not pitching. So immediately, I got a hold of the Harvey Leo connection and Pat Ragazzo, who's in Port St. Lucie, will join us at 8 o'clock tonight to give us the latest on Kodak Senga and his situation. And what else is going on with the Mets? So, so, and once again, it's early. We haven't even, they haven't even played their first exhibition game yet. So, you know, is it a concern in the back of my mind? Yeah, it's something to watch. And it's just like, you know, when you have a base, when you are a fan of a baseball team over a long season, it's always something. It's never going to be a smooth season. So you know that going in, okay? It's not going to be smooth. There's going to be ups and downs and, you know, rough waves and, you know, you're going to be topsy-turvy. It's a roller coaster life over 162 games, roller coaster. And you also realize when you've been a fan, as long as I have, that you never have enough pitching. So eventually, he's somebody else is going to get hurt in that rotation over the long season. So, you know, so and, and is it like, oh, God, no. No, it wasn't to that level. 
It was more of, okay, let's see what happens. Let's see how serious it is. It's early. If he's got the arm issues, I'd rather him have them now than in the middle of the season. So let's see what happens. So I thought, considering that I can be a pessimist to the eighth degree, I thought that I handled that very well. Then I hear that Julius Randle spoke to the media today. And remember, people have been asking, and I've been saying that to me, we realized that he, once they said he was going to be reevaluated after a couple of weeks and they would see where he is. Yesterday, OG Ananobi spoke to the media. Today, Julius Randle spoke to the media. And it's a change because normally, the, the, even when I was covering the Knicks, uh, they never brought out injured players for you to speak with unless they were close to coming back. That had normally been the way that they operated. So when you see OG Ananobi speaking, you're like, hey, under the old rules, hey, maybe he's getting close to coming back. Well, we've heard what he had to say yesterday. He's working on things. He's getting better, but there's no timetable for his return. So now Julius Randle speaks today, and I'm like, okay, what does this mean? Well, I'll let you hear from him. This is what Julius Randle said when he was asked, when will you be back? I think I plan to be on the court April 1st, probably. Yeah. yeah, just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. Early. Gotcha. No, I just take it a day at a time, man. To be honest, every day I'm getting stronger, I'm getting better. So just taking it a day at a time. Just continue just to try to just stay locked in on, you know, what I have to do uh, to continue just to get healthy, not just physically, but mentally as well, you know. All right. So now, in further conversation, Julius Randle was asked, will you eventually need repairs done? Here's what he had to say. We'll see. You know, I've heard many different opinions, both. We'll see. I like how I feel today as far as, you know, getting better and feeling stronger and progressing uh, to where I need to be as far as getting on the court. But I'm never somebody to say never. So ultimately, you know, I have to do what's best for, you know, myself to have a long career, and, you know, have longevity in this. But training staff has been great, getting me back healthy and, you know, feeling better. So it's a progress. Now, what you did not hear there is he inferred that there still is a possibility that he will have to have surgery on the shoulder. He's not sure. He's waiting until things are going well right now. His first priority to him is, I want to get back and try to play the rest of the season. He said he was excited about what he's seen with the new guys coming in. He's looking forward to playing alongside of them. But if he has to have the surgery this year, he'll have the surgery. Well, duh, if he has the surgery, he's not playing anymore this year. And he's done. If he has the surgery, he's not playing anymore this season on the shoulder. Now, clearly, he has to do what's best for him. Okay? I get that. He's got to do what's best for him. And they are trying the rest and rehab situation with it. And he's doing some things. He's not, do, he's not clear to do anything on the court yet, obviously. But he's moving. He's doing some things. So... He, he's feeling better and better. And the Julius Randle that I know, the Julius Randle that has been the player that he's been with the Knicks, has been Mr. Availability. He has to be really, really hurt. Uh, really, really, really injured. Not hurt. Really, really injured for him not to try to play through it. We say a lot of things about Julius Randle. We, we have, you know, we critique his dribbling. We, we wish he would pass the ball a little earlier and whatnot. 
This year he's been better. All right, he's a flawed player, like a number of flawed players in the NBA. But the one thing you you know about him is he's Mr. Availability. He is around. He is available. He plays. If he's hurt, he'll play. If he's injured, obviously he can't play. So right now he's got a shoulder injury. He can't play. But just the idea of surgery entering in, now the good feeling from the pharmacy has gone. The dinner didn't leave, but it's 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 the same. You, you're like, okay, what does that mean for this Nick team? If you're telling me that I have no Randall, and with all due respect to OG Ananobi, who's been fabulous when he played, uh, there's a certain there's a certain presence in the paint that Julius Randall commands that you're missing. Now, Preston Sachua has done a great job while he's been in there. He's done some nice things, but he is not going to get the respect from other teams that Julius Randle gets. So that is, that is, and I, and I know we say all the time, 25 and 10 regular season and in the postseason, it has not been the same, but the presence of him being there and what he could do, and now that he has more help, how much of an asset he could be with the talent around him, it's fascinating to see what he would bring to the table. So now with this, now I have a, a whole different prospect of this situation. And I want to hear from the Nick fans. 1-800-919-3776. I know a number of you have called. A number of you have said, listen, the paint is open. The ball moves better without Julius Randle. We got a free-flowing offense. Uh, the, 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 the paint area is not cluttered, so you got movement in and out of the paint. Those are positives. There's no question about it. And that's the adjustment you have to make when one of your, one of your primetime scorers are not there. But over a, a seven-game post-game series where you need scorers, and one of the reasons why the Knicks brought in Bogdanovich and Burks are because they were limited in scoring. We had a conversation, you and I, some weeks back, and I said to you, my biggest concern about this team going forward, yes, I was happy with OG Ananobi, yes, Julius Randle, yes, Brunson, obviously DiVincenzo has been great, but that's three or four consistent scores that you have because I know, and you guys know, you saw it, Right away. In the postseason, teams are going to take Jalen Brunson away from try to take the ball out of his hands as, as quick as much as they can. And we've already seen that. Okay, they're going to try to make somebody else beat them. Who's going to beat them? It is not going to be Jalen Brunson if they can help it. So if you don't have Randall, all right, who is that consistent other person that you can rely on? We all know, we saw what happened when you only have one person. The opening series when the, when the Knicks first got here, when, um, when the Knicks first got here, when Tom Thibodeau first came and they were able to hit that, that uh, playoff series and go against Atlanta, when Randall was the only person, Atlanta made sure that Randall wasn't going to beat them and there was nobody else here to help beat them. Now you've got Jalen Brunson. And if you don't have Randall, a consistent score, a proven score, 
Maybe not as much in the postseason, but still commands the respect, especially now with what Brunson brings to the table. Okay, who's got other consistent score? Is it going to be DiVincenzo? Is it going to be Bogdanovich? Is it going to be Burks? Who is going to be that other consistent scorer that can also help you rebound and give you size up front? That's going to be the question. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Step by step, I think it's premature to say anything until you have all the information. So right now he's preparing to come back to play. He's putting a lot into it. He looks good. He's got a great spirit about him. He's working out twice a day. So all things are good right now. Tom Thibodeau weighing in on Julius Randle and his road to recovery, hopefully getting back into the lineup this season. Hard to see Pagrasa here, early edition of ESPN New York tonight, 1-800-919-3776. There's a, it's, it's a, listen, when this injury first happened, there was an outside shot. Many of us thought, okay, he's done for the season, especially the way that he walked off, the way that he, you know, there was no question about it. He went right to the locker room. He knew. And in the interview today, he said he felt it when it popped out. So, you know, he was in serious pain. And once again, despite what you think about it, despite what flaws he has as a player, he's an integral part of this offense. He's an integral part of this team. He's a consistent person. He's the number two guy on this team. And once again, I I have been among, I don't want people to say that, oh, now you're a Randall guy. I've been among the many people who have criticized him for what he's been able to do and the flaws in his game. But I will say and have said that this year he made the attempt to be better and be different. And yeah, he's had a couple of five turnover games that drive you nuts. Just make you shake your head. What are you doing? And yes, there's been a couple of occasions where you're like, why aren't you closing out on defense? What's happening there? But for the most part, he's been an all-star as he was named to the all-star, all-star team this year and just couldn't perform. So the question starts to become now because even if he comes back, I mean, what happens if he gets hit again? And now he's done. Now you, you're waiting another three, four weeks. Well, in April, in the postseason, I don't have three or four weeks to wait for him. I, then I'm in the situation with, well, I hope we can keep things going until he gets back. And then I would think if it happened again, he would just opt out to go go ahead and get the surgery and be ready for next season. So this is a this is, you know, kind of a sobering situation here. You weren't expecting that. You were expecting that. You know, you're kind of hoping to hear him say, kind of what OG Ananobi said yesterday, which was. You know, we're moving towards it. I'm getting better every day. You know, I don't know when I'm going to be back, but I'm I'm working hard to get back. And Randall did say that. But just leaving that hanging out there, I may have to have surgery, is, you know, it kind of brought me back, kind of crashing down to earth. What do you guys think? 1-800-919-3776. Uh, Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. 
Good afternoon, Larry. And you know what? Uh, uh, shout out to the company. You know what? Why? Why this news, Larry? Why? Uh, so the the made like you said the major concern was was that this was going to be a injury that might linger throughout the whole year and once we kind of doubled down on the philosophy that art that Julius Randle is going to be our number two we decided to move forward and make the trades that we made so now this whole the, the whole construction uh, or, or the whole pretty much identity of what we thought we were going to see kind of gets put up into you know a, a little bit a, a little bit of a problem and now it's like we're, we're, we're kind of in this game where we're just hoping everything he, he heals up correctly and that's just such a big difference from the feeling of you know what we were feeling in January where the Knicks were just coasting through and rolling through every every te- team in the NBA, and it it, it just sucks because I, I you know me I I I, I, I would have preferred to see Randall as the third or fourth option rather than being you know one of the main one or two, but mm-hmm. you know they decided to you know go through this route and now it. It just sucks because it's like now we're not even gonna. It looks like now we're not even now. Now we're gonna be having to deal with another, you know, injury-riddled Randall in the playoffs, where he might have, where 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 we might be even seeing a lesser shell of himself, and that's not that 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 that's not good for the Knicks at this point because, I, like like you said, he is a main integral part and. You know, as much as everyone loves the OG trade, there there is no second. I don't I don't find another second option. I don't look at OG and Anobi as a bona fide, you know, num, uh, a number two option. Or or and we, I guess we can hope Dante Dante Divincenzo can you know be able to provide some of this offense. But it. it it just sucks because now it just looks like what looked like it could be, hey, we could be a number two seed and, you know, possibly challenge the Celtics and get into a finals. It's now, can we actually even make it across the finish line and being a top six team and then hopefully, you know, with the right matchups, we can still, you know, have the same aspirations. It, it, it just totally blows, but hopefully it gets better and hopefully, you know, this is where, you know, all those who want us to say that Tibbs is a great coach and we're crazy for, you know, thinking about other better options and everything, this is where he's actually got to, you know, make his hay as well because we cannot fall, fall apart uh, fall, fall apart, and then not look at the coaching and say everything is okay there. there there's no reason to look, look over there. Because at the end of the day, part of the injuries, part of the minute usage, part of, everything else and and the roster construction coming into before this year trying to get rid of problems that he didn't want to deal with because he didn't want to manage time is 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 on him as well so hopefully hopefully i'm all wrong have have a great one larry all right jose thanks for the phone call jose I, i i think i've totally depressed you all i'm saying is that now this is with his comments today it made it more of a realistic possibility it had always been a possibility, but most of the folks who we were hearing from that were close to him or sources from various people around the league had indicated that it didn't look like it needed surgery. So once again, it's just, it's an option. It's what he's saying they might be able to do. They might have to do. 
He is trying to go along. Once again, he look, he believes, he says he feels good. So he's trying to go along with it to, to go along. So he won't have to have it. All right. And see, I'm not looking at it. And I hear what you're saying about him being a scorer. And that's true. And I mentioned it as well. But again, my big, I think they can find the scoring with Bogdanovich and Bergs and DiVincenzo and Hart. I think they can find the scoring. My concern for, from him is from a defensive standpoint and height across the front and the front line. That's my concern. My concern of the physicality that he can have. Yes, Preston Sachua has been fabulous. All right? But what happens now when Preston Sachua defending Giannis, hypothetically, now has got three fouls? And OG's got three fouls. And now we've got, and now we, you know, now we've got maybe Hardenstein is in or out. I'm not sure. And so, I mean, I'm looking at how this team has performed since they've been injured and looking at the depth that you have. The biggest concern I have is the lack of height. All right. That's, that's my concern. I think you can get the scoring. It won't be the same way. Okay, you're not going to be able to just have somebody just bully people down in the painted area like he has done, he being Julius Randle. Yeah, you've got DiVincenzo who can hit the three. You've got Hart who can cut to the basket. He can hit a three for you. Uh, Burks, uh, Bogdanovich can hit some threes. Even he's gone to the basket a little bit, which I like to see in one of the games that he played that he came since he's been a Nick. So, yeah, I, I understand those parts of it, but for me, it's the defensive side of it. And you're going to say, well, Larry, how much defense does he play? Well, you know, listen, uh, he's a body. He's a big body. He, he, he's a guy that, that, you know, can keep people off the boards. And that's what I'm looking for. So more so, scoring is a factor, clearly. But defensively for me, being able to control the boards and getting second chances and stuff, uh, that's where I'm looking at that I might miss him a little bit more even than the scoring. The scoring... It, doesn't concern me as much as defensively what it forces you to do and how it it compromises you if you get in foul trouble where you understand that that the postseason is called sometimes sometimes they let them play but it also can be called a bit more physically where you've got fouls mounting up. Jan Yonkers, what's up, Jan? Hi, Larry. Thank you for taking my call. You got Thank it, Jan. Everything you said is true about Julius. He's a big body. He's strong. You know, he commands respect. That's what we're going to miss when we go up against Giannis, Jason Tatum, um, Bam Adebayo, or whoever's out there. Miles if he's Turner. not there. If he's not there. If he's not there. And okay. Now, I don't know how tall Precious Achua is. Uh, I think Julius is 6'9". How tall mm-hmm. is They're about the same. Achua? They're around the same size, same height. Uh, Okay, but you know that Julius is a lot is stronger and he's bigger. Um, I'm concerned also without Julius with us that we might dip in the standings to the point where we're going to be fighting to stay out of the play-in. Okay, uh, I'm worried about that because you know that we have to go up against teams like, for instance, Orlando, Indiana. I'm not talking about the Celtics and, and the Sixers and Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but the teams that are under us. We're mm-hmm. going to have trouble against them without Julius. 
Well, to be fair, Jan, but but to be fair, and I'll let you finish in a minute, but to be fair, I mean, when he was out, you still won games. Okay, it wasn't, what really hurt you was the loss of him and OG and, and, you know, Hartenstein. So you expect, Hartenstein, I think, is going to be ready to go tomorrow night. I expect OG to be back in a couple of weeks. So you've been able to win games without him. I get what you're saying. It's, It's a little harder. But I'm not ready to say that they're going to dip into a play-in situation yet, Jan, if they don't have it. Okay, Larry, what about Dave Vincenzo? Uh, he's, he's, he, he's supposed to be ready to go tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Well, let's, uh, when is Julius about when, – when did he – uh, I would say, Jan, and thanks for the phone call, I would say uh, the end of March, if everything goes well. That, that, that's the time frame I have in my mind. It would be like the end of March if everything goes well. And he's ready to come back and, and try things out. But once again, there could be setbacks along the way. You just don't know. You don't know. Now, having said that with you, there was encouraging news about another injured Nick who we kind of forgotten about. 